Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. What's up, everybody? I'm back behind the lines. NFL Week 7, Ryan Reed at DudeManPA. Once again, joined by Daniel Dobish at Daniel Dobish on Twitter. How we doing, Daniel? How's it going, buddy? Let's pick some more winners this week, man. Indeed. If we have a week like we did again last week, once again, I say if we're going to make money every week, this is going to be a great venture. Just to recap real quick, in week six, we were 13-6-1, bringing the show total to 43-23-3. So let's get started. Let's pick some more winners. Let's start right away with Thursday night game, Saints at the Cardinals. What were you thinking about for another lovely Thursday night dud? You know... Uh, the Thursday night game is 5-1 to the under so far, but thankfully we finally have two teams that have some semblance of offense. Um, we get DeAndre Hopkins back this week. Uh, former Panther uh, Robbie Anderson may make his debut for the Cardinals. Um, I think that James Conner, I believe he's still a sidelined or he's nicked up, so I think the pass game could be a little more... Um, effective for Arizona. I think they're going to go to the pass a lot more. Uh, the Saints are also banged up in the secondary a little bit. Marshawn Lattimore is out. Um, so I think that this is going to be a little bit more of a pass-happy game. Um, so I like the over. I think uh, 43 and a half is a low number. Um, finally, Thursday night football fans, Amazon, they're going to get their money's worth. You know, I I agree with you here. I think the early lean on this game was going to be the under. You saw the line go down just a few points. I do like coming back on the other side after we've had a lot of action drive the points two or three in one direction. Uh, I also think it's going to be a more exciting game for our Thursday night. So I'm going to jump in with you. We're going to take over 43 and a half. Sweet. And move right along the list here. What's up next? We've got Detroit and Dallas. Dak is back. Is that the report I saw right before the show? That looks pretty good. Uh, he's been medically cleared, so he's ready to roll. Uh, he's been chomping at the bit for a while to get back anyway. Uh, if it was up to him, he probably would have played a game or two ago, especially the Philly game. So, absolutely. I don't think that um, having Dak back is necessarily a bad thing for Dallas. Uh, I think their explosive plays probably increase. Uh, they probably... Um, do have a little bit more liability because of those explosive plays to have some more turnovers. But at the same time, it's still a strong team. I'm going to go Dallas minus the points here. What were you thinking about in this game? 
you know, um, I, I had looked at Detroit. If I could get seven and a hook, I see SI still got seven and a hook there. Um, Detroit's gone four and one to the over, but the last time we saw them, uh, a donut, you know, two weeks ago, they've had two weeks to prepare for this game. Um, they're nine and one, they're past 10 after they failed to cover in their last game. So I kind of like that a little bit. Um, but the lean here, after seeing what we saw last time against the semi-decent defense in New England, um, I, I like the under in this game. I think Dak might be a little bit rusty. Uh, I think that the Lions, they're not facing the Seahawks. <laughs> they're not facing a, a poor defense. They're facing a really good defense in Dallas. So uh, 49 is a lot of points. So I'll, I'll take the under in that game and, and, and kind of stay away from the Lions. I they have some injury issues, and I'm not quite sure if uh, Amon Rossett Brown is a 100%. DJ Chark's been out. DeAndre Swift should be okay, but there's just a lot of question marks for the Lions, so I'd rather go under. I like it. I like it. I'll take Dallas. You'll take the under. That gives the people two plays in one game. You can't beat that. Excellent. All right. Man, the NFC East darling, not the Philadelphia Eagles. The Giants, 5-1. and one. Five and one, just keep rolling. Um, wow, what what a year to get started with that. Uh, man, I didn't expect it. Uh, where do you see this going here with the Jaguars in Florida? Uh, this is kind of a, a stunning line if you look at it just from the record standpoint. Uh, five and one, still getting no respect, underdog to the Jaguars. Uh this is a team that we just saw lose to the Houston Texans 13 to six. Um, I think Saquon Barkley and Daniel Jones, you know, they got it going on right now that they look really good. The receiver situation's a little shaky. Uh, you know, maybe Daniel Bellinger might be their biggest red red zone threat. And that's not a good thing. Um, but you know, they're five and one against the spread this season, not just a straight up, but five and one against the spread. That's nice. Um, the under has gone four, one and one in their last six also. And Jacksonville's, uh, they haven't covered in three games. I'll take those points with the Giants any day of the week um, until the Jaguars look like an NFL caliber team like they did in the first couple of weeks. Um, I'll, I'll keep rolling with the Cinderella story, Giants. You know, we're, I hate to say it when you're ahead units on a team, but we have been betting some of these dogs here weekly and coming through for us weekly. So I am going to just keep doing it as long as it sort of looks similar. Um, I agree. I think the Giants are the better team. Hopefully they can sneak out a win. And if not, they only lose by a field goal. I also like the plus three and a half there. Definitely. Colts, Tennessee. Matt Ryan. <laughs> um, did anybody see Matt Ryan? <laughs> fully becoming Matty Ice, an avalanching 400 yards of passing. That was an amazing week for him. Uh, I did not see that coming, and that definitely did not help some of my side bets that I had rolling. Uh, what do you got here for Colts Titans? Yeah, we, we picked on him. I, I believe I said he looked like he was 213 years old or something like that last week. Uh, he looked like, sure. oh yeah, he looked like Boston College. He looked like First half of the Super Bowl against the Patriots, Matt Ryan, uh, last week against the Jaguars. And then, uh, you know, it kind of fell apart a little bit. Um, you know, it was 34-27, first over of the season. Uh, that was nice. Uh, we saw these teams play already. Um, 
you know, a couple of weeks ago or earlier in the season. And uh, they, they took care of business. The Titans took care of the Colts. I think they take care of them again. Uh, the fact that it's only a two and a half point number on their home field, uh, that's pretty nice. I, I believe that the Titans are going to run the ball all, quite a bit all over the Colts. Um, this game could be a little bit low scoring. I, I looked at the one, the under on this, and the under is five and one in the past six for Indy, and two and zero oh, um, in the past two for the Titans, which isn't a huge sample size, but. Uh, I still, I just, two and a half is hard to get away from that. If it was three or three and a half, I might not feel as good about it, but two and a half looks that that's hard to pass up. Absolutely. Um, I was more on the under, so I'm going to put you down for the minus two and a half Tennessee. I, I really would like to grab a 43. If anybody can find one out there, um, I'll settle since we have to make a pick for the show for this 42 and a half. Um, this would be something where I would definitely try to see if I could get a 43 later, maybe even make a second bet in game just to go ahead and insulate my position. All right. Falcons. Falcons have not done us wrong all year. What are they? Six and zero now against the spread. Six and zero. the only perfect team so far against the number. It's fantastic. The disrespect to Marcus <laughs> Mariota. We will take it to the bank every single week if they're going to keep feeding it. Uh, let's see here. Bengals, Falcons. I think we had some trends to the under here for the Bengals. We have the Falcons covering every week of their lives. 10-1 uh, to the under. What do you think we're going to hit under in this game? Is it going to be one of those games where the Falcons can slow down the Bengals enough or the Bengals don't care to score enough because they don't necessarily need to outrun the Falcons? Yeah, I've been picking against the Falcons like a moron, and uh, it hasn't been working out very well for me. Um, The defense is only allowing 18.7 points. Um, That's that's pretty nice. The uh, Bengals have gone five and one to the under in the past six, Um, and the under is ten and one, and they're lost eleven overall going back to last season. Forty seven and a half is like one of those perfect numbers if you like the under. Um, you know, 27-20, still a pretty high-scoring game in the NFL, and that still covers the number. So I will take the under. 47.5 is perfect for me. I, I love that. Um, like you said, all the trends uh, are looking pretty good. Um, the fact that it seems like the whole world's going over is even better. Um, you know, we, we've talked about that before, obviously, about it, you know going against Joey Public. It, that's the best thing to do. And it sounds like we're in lockstep on this one. Um, my pick here was also under 47 and a half. And I did take a long look at all of that action on the over. And the first thing I did was look up and see that we opened at 43. And now we're pushing that nice number 47 and a half. That is exactly what I was thinking. Let's go ahead and take that. They moved the number for us. And now we get we get a nice line for this game. Totally. It's almost like it's free teaser. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. I like that. So. Browns, Ravens. What do you got here? Divisional rival game. They got a little bit of history. Ravens covered one and covered in the last five series meetings, but the road team is also five and one. Yeah, uh, for a a rivalry to be a rivalry, there has to be an equal amount of wins. (laughs) And we just haven't seen that a lot from the Browns in quite a few of their rivalries. Uh, Steelers, 
been a domination except for you know the one season they actually beat him in the playoffs which is nice but um the browns are 0 three in their past three they've finally they had lost three games by a total of six points and they just got smashed by the patriots last week um two and four overall um the over is five and one for the browns i think that's Something I would be interested in in this game. Um, they've allowed 27.2 points uh, overall. Their defense is just terrible, and Lamar Jackson's probably not going to make that uh, number go down. Um, but the under is, um, yeah, or the, the total 45.5. I don't love that. I think that based on what we saw from the Browns' defense last week, I, I think that the Ravens minus 6.5. As long as it doesn't go to a flat seven or seven and a half, I kind of I kind of like that a little bit. Um, I just don't I don't trust Jacoby Brissett, and the defense has just looked horrible. I know uh, in Cleveland they want to toss Joe Wood into Lake Erie. You know he's just doing a terrible job. So um, I'll take the Ravens laying lay the points. Excellent. I, I'm going to take uh, the over 45 and a half that you were <laughs> talking about nice. there. I, nice. I thought long and hard about it, but uh, the de- the defense for the Browns isn't good. Um, no. Lamar will get some things clicking at some point. It's not that he's really – he's not playing horrible, but he's also not playing great, so there's room for improvement there. Um, the, the Giants' defense was actually pretty decent. I only saw Mark Andrews being the only real in there, and that was definitely exploited for pretty much all of their offense that day. Um, I'm glad you added uh, Baltimore minus six and a half. It was my second favorite pick in that game. So at least we give the people two picks in another game. So I like that. Buccaneers, Panthers, Tampa Tom. I talk about this every week. Um, I just want to go on the record again, saying that I would not be surprised if this man retires (laughs) midseason. I know it it seems like a wild call, but he does not look interested. No, no, he's definitely not the same guy that he's been, you know, the past 47 years or however long he's been playing. But um, <laughs> opposite side, yeah, I got my uh, Panthers jersey on today. Um, Brandon LaFell player worn jersey, by the way, which, uh, you know, hey, same physique. I could probably play receiver for the Panthers, you know, maybe now, probably. But You're going to have um, to pick up a P.J. Walker after this week. Oh yeah, he's uh they're gonna have to pick him up quite a bit <laughs> from the floor. Uh he's starting again. The guy, I don't know what the game plan was last week against the Rams, but they would not throw past the line of scrimmage. It was such a terrible, boring game to watch. Everything was little dinks and dunks. If you have Christian McCaffrey in fantasy, wonderful, because that was pretty much the game plan. Hit him, little uh Dinks and dunks and try to do something. I don't know what they were doing. It was just a mess. Uh, the defense actually outscored the Panthers offense last week uh, with another defensive touchdown. And if it wasn't for three defensive touchdowns for the Panthers, their offensive numbers would really look even worse. Um, Tampa Bay is only allowing 20.2 points a game anyway. Um, under, ugh, man, it's a low number. It's a low number, especially for the NFL. Um, but I and it's will getting take. Hit. Oh yeah, I would. I would take the under. I hate to go along with the the majority. The masses are, you know, it looks like about a five to one play on the under. But 
this game could easily be something like 23 to 3, 26 to 3. 2317 is where I had it pegged. Then yeah. that's, that's so close. I have a that's note. Close. Do not play it under 40 and a half is the note I have, but I do uh, want the I, under 40 and a half. Yeah, I will I will definitely go with that. But I, I could see Tampa Bay laying the points, but double digit home dogs usually do pretty good. In this case, the Panthers are probably one of the worst teams we've seen in a long time. I don't know how they beat the Saints. Um, but I will take the under and I will not like it very much, but I will I will add here that do you think that Nah, it's not going to move far enough. I was going to say that this number here for the Panthers might go up another point or so, but I don't know that it's really going to be that big of a deal. That's the kind of game where I mentioned a teaser before. You'll toss that into a teaser and have like a seven point. <laughs> you'll have 18 points. You're like, no way I can lose. Totally will lose. It'll be I have a game that I actually liked a teaser on for later. I wrote it down. So we're nice. almost there. That's awesome. I love a teaser talk. So Packers Commanders. Who's worse? I know it's definitely probably the Commanders, but I also want to take the Commanders plus five and a half on Bet Rivers this week. Nice. Well, we do get a former Carolina Panther, uh, Taylor Heineke, and former Old Dominion Monarch. Um, he started quite a few games last year for the the Commanders. I believe it was fourteen total. Um, the nine and nine and two to the under in his last eleven starts, and that includes the twenty-four to ten game in Green Bay last season. Um, I like. Can we get forty-one and a half still? Is that still on the board for the under? If so, I will take that. I would like we that forty-one and a half. I will go under. Um, Aaron Rodgers just doesn't look like the same Aaron Rodgers. It's it's kind of a wonderful thing. Um, Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, all those guys are kind of fading off into the sunset. We're getting like a new set of stars, and I, I like it. It's about time. You know, it's great watching Josh Allen, watching Lamar Jackson, watching Patrick Mahomes. I mean, these guys, you know, Justin Herbert, even though he didn't look that good on Monday night for all those people who did the boost bet, um, That's oh, that didn't that work was... out so hot. Guilty. That was me. <laughs> I think that was the whole world. Uh, I, I how mean, can you see eight to one like to one to one? Absolutely. That's, that's that's a little fitchy, actually. But anyway, it uh, is a little sketch. But those things uh, do happen. They do happen, uh, especially against Denver. They, there was there was enough. They have a good defense. But anyway, back to this game. Um, Packers are four and two to the under um, in the past six. Uh, their under is two and zero oh on the road unless you count the London game, which I believe that's technically a home game for the Packers, so I won't count that one. Um, they're 2-0 and on the road in North America. I, I'll, I'll stick with the under. I don't like Heineke. I don't really like the commander's offense at all. Uh, the last that we saw from them was a just a snoozeville game against the Bears. So under 41 and a half. I like the under. Um, I'm going to say that if we think the game is going under, taking those home points is also a good idea. I'm going to ride that one, the plus five and a half Washington. Good luck to us both. Next up, I believe this is my teaser game, and it probably makes a lot of sense. These are your <laughs> just, guys. Just when you look at this line, um, 
if this is going to cross the zero marker and we're going to officially get Jets as a favorite, you might as well go ahead and throw your six onto this one right now and get yourself a plus seven. And then I think you can go ahead and still jump. If you drop six onto the total, then you could be working with the open line, whichever way you like there. I always like to try and get an, if somebody's going to leave an open up and it's moved a couple of points one way or another, and you can still get anything that's at open, just do it. There's a reason the other books have moved. What uh, yeah. What are you thinking about here with the Jets Broncos? Um, yeah. I think the Jets are better than everybody gives them credit for. And until the Broncos prove they're not worse than everybody thinks, I'm still there. I mean, these are your guys. You've been picking the Jets, um, you know, since we've been doing this. And um, they allowed 10 points in Lambeau last week. Uh, that was an impressive win. Probably the most impressive win we've seen from the Jets since, uh, like, the Mark Gastineau days. <laughs> it's been a while for the Jets. For um, sure. But anyway, uh, I don't want to pick on the Jets. They're, they they have long-suffered fans. And, you know, hey, maybe we'll see a Subway Super Bowl. Uh, well, that would be Subway incredible. In- Subway in New Jersey. I don't know. They, it's not an official New York team, but um, anyway, they looked pretty good on defense last week against the Packers. Uh, Russell Wilson's banged up. Uh, he's got, in addition to a partially torn lat, he's got the hamstring that's uh, been bothering him now. So it seems like a little bit of an excuse, Bill, but uh, we could see maybe Brett Rippon in this game, but that really makes me like the Jets a little bit. Um but from what we've seen from the Broncos' defense, I think this will be the best defense that the Jets have seen all season. Um, the under has gone five and one so far for Denver. The unders four and one in the past uh, five when the Jets uh, covered in their last game. Mm-hmm. Oh man, thirty-eight and a half is such a low number. Mm-hmm. Is such a low number, but. I could actually <laughs> I could actually see it happen. I could see it happen. I could see 20 to 10, 20 to 13. I mean, come on, give me something. It's possible. It 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 all makes sense that that could happen. I mean, we have that the Chargers Broncos game the other night may have been the worst second half slash overtime slash everything that I ever had to witness. Um, uh, we, you can get worse. I'm Denver sure. Colts. <laughs> it was okay. <laughs> really? And what were the scores? They were really close to 38. 9, 19, 16. It's, yeah, I mean, it's... so we're a field goal away. I think they're going to get a field goal. I, I, oh, man. It's too low for me to bet. It's already moved down like five points. It, it's it, so close it to the worst games we all feel like we've ever watched. If those games work out to be a field goal to the over, you lose all this. So, I, I, man, I just feel like it went too far. I'm going to take the Jets plus one and a half. Yeah, we could even get a defensive touchdown or something that kind of changes the changes everything. Oh, you're you're kind of talking. You oh, you're kind of talking me into it. But I wish I could have got the Jets plus four. Oh, what were what were the books thinking? Um, I'm not sure. You know what? I'm changing. I'm going with it. I'm going with the. I'm going with the Jets. Take the point. Um, I, it. 38 and a half is just too low. And the Jets did get a block point for a touchdown last week, and the game did still go under. But, yeah, I just don't. I, I, I swear to God, I, I, I think we're going to see Brett Rippin in this game at some point. Uh, oh, I think the injury stuff um, is, is just – 
it's just an insulated it's 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 a pre-excuse for when they don't perform um i'm also hearing some whisperings from inside denver here that um we're going to try and eliminate the mistake of benching melvin gordon last week by yeah. running him 20 times into this jets front um yeah all that stuff sounds great for that under but yeah like i said sometimes that fruit seems too low i do think the jets are the better team i also wish that i got that four which is why we wrote down that teaser for this game so you can get your jets plus seven and under 44 and a half i think that's probably my favorite bet on this one yeah, that's pretty solid. I like that. Fantastic. So, Texans Raiders, another team that I think I'm just going to keep betting as long as they're a touchdown dog every week. Houston. Yeah, I I have Houston plus seven written down. Uh, they went to Jacksonville, 13 and six. Both of these teams are coming off a bye, so they're nice and rested. Um, the Raiders, they're 0 and 5 in their last five after a bye. It seems like that maybe gets them a little healthy, but it makes them a little rustier too. Um, I, Houston, plus seven, let's go. If we can get Lock it plus seven and a half before Sunday, that'd be even better. But um, I don't, I'll, I'll I don't think we got any seven and a half. And no, I do see yet. that it's moving. It's moving that yeah. way, even though we're getting, it seems kind of weird. Um, I'm willing to bet this makes a U-turn. So maybe we had some early action in one direction, but um, it seems wrong to me. I'm with you, Houston plus seven. If you find a seven and a half, hug it and kiss it. Yeah, two to one on the Raiders. I don't, I don't understand what people are seeing, but I, that's a lack of disrespect, or that's a lack of respect for the, the Texans. Um, I think Pierce, he can run the ball and be pretty effective in that game. Absolutely. Uh, the Raiders just don't have a great defense. So uh, I like to take whoever's going up against the Raiders if they're going to get a touchdown. I don't care if it's in Vegas. Vegas is, really isn't a home field advantage, in my opinion. No, not at all. I mean, I was literally at a game there just a few weeks ago, and there's just as many out-of-towners as anyone else. Nice. So Kansas City 49ers. Uh, I think the lock and load here every week that you would like to play is going to be an over for the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, how do we feel about playing an over against the Niners? Looks mm. like all the bets are pretty split. We only have shifted about a point. So if you really wanted to get that over, I think, man, it's a lot of points required. And I feel like maybe this is not going to get to 50. I I do not like a 48 and a half as a total if I wanted to play the over. Um, San Francisco has hit the under and they're 12 of their last 14. Um, and including 4-0 in the last four at home. Um, so I think the Niners have enough defense to kind of keep Patrick Mahomes at bay a little bit, but I don't love the under either. I kind of like the Chiefs minus 2.5. Again, the, those 2.5 numbers, they're just like, man, those are so hard to pass up, especially for a team that's clearly better. They're better than the 49ers. The 49ers are they are world beaters one week against a team like the Panthers or somebody, and then they totally disappear and get doubled up by the Falcons. You, you know, you just don't know what you're going to get from them. From the Chiefs, you know what you're going to get. Um, it's consistency. Not a lot of defense, but nice offense. I think they'll be able to solve the Niners, just like, you know, we saw the Chiefs make the, the Buccaneers' defense look bad. Uh, we saw them go down and just hammer – Arizona and the Cardinals are looking like a pretty decent defense. 
I'll take the Chiefs minus the two and a half. That's that's just too hard to pass up, and especially get in before it gets to three and three and a half. I'm in. I think opening it at one and a half was probably a bad idea. Uh, they're giving us a little bit of extra time to sneak in that two and a half. I do see that win has now moved to three, which I do not believe was there approximately an hour ago. I think they were all two wow. and a half across the board. Uh, the thing I also would like to add here is, is we just watched the Chiefs barely lose a game to possibly the best team that's existed since, what, the 2016 Patriots? Offensively, defensively, all metrics. I, I, I read something about that. I don't exactly remember the stats on that one. But it uh, does not surprise me that they're raiding out to the moon. That team looks great. Uh, the Chiefs barely lost. I think they can. It's the Levi's thing. The Niners do cover in Levi's. But um, I think the Chiefs are just too much. Minus two and a half. I'm in. Yeah, yeah the Niners, uh, they have <laughs> covered in the past six at home. So that's a little hard to pass up. But I still think the Chiefs are a better team. I'm going to take that with you. I agree. All right. There's another darling on the board every single week, and they are the Seattle Seahawks. I see a lot of green down here, a lot of action coming in on the Seahawks spread. Opened up over the touchdown line. That explains why we had a lot. Uh, do you think it's still worth taking the Seahawks plus six and a half here, or did we miss our window? Uh, six and a half is one of those numbers where, you know, it's it's a lot of points, but it's not a lot of points. Um, the Chargers did not look very good on Monday night, 19-16 um, against the, the Broncos, obviously, a good defense. Seahawks are not a good defense. If I'm going to play anything in this game, um, I kind of like the over, actually. Uh, we saw Seattle score quite a few points a couple weeks ago against the Lions and the Saints. This offense can move the ball. And especially with uh, Rashad Penny out now and Kenneth Walker being in there, he's a good running back, but I think they're going to pass a little more. I think they'll be able to pass on the Chargers a little more. I think the Chargers will be able to pass all over the Seahawks. Um, the over is 9-3 and three in the past 12 for the Chargers, um, despite what happened on Monday. Uh, Herbert is just – he's – a tremendous quarterback. You know, he's again one of those uh, young guns, the new generation of quarterbacks we were just talking about before there. Um, I like over 50 and a half or 50, even better. Um, I take the 50. I, you know, I've seen 51. And so it looks like maybe people are betting the under a little bit. And that makes me like the over even more. So I looked at that too. I also wrote down over 50. You can grab it at Caesars, points bet. I think there was one more book earlier that maybe has now shifted to 50 and a half. Um, I think the line movement when this came out was just an overreaction to the performance against the Broncos. And I'd like to credit the Broncos defense a little bit more. And, you know, everybody can have an off day. The Broncos defense actually plays pretty well. They've, they've sort of stifled most opponents except for maybe the Raiders there. Um, so I do not want to mess with the Seahawks at the six and a half number that I asked you earlier. I, I just like the 50. We're both on the 50. I like when we're both on the same page. Let's roll on. This will be a fun game. Uh, do we have, is, is Tua back this week? Yeah, both of the concussed quarterbacks, uh, Pickett and Tua are both, uh, it's cleared the protocol they're ready to play in this game so I'm sure the nbc execs are pretty happy about that um not having to see you know a, a slew of backups uh the dolphins are gonna have man this will be 
their third quarterback playing in the last two games. We had Bridgewater and Skylar Thompson, and then Sky. Well, it's the other way around. Skylar Thompson and then Bridgewater last week. Um, it's just been a mess. So hopefully this will bring a little stability to the Dolphins. Um, hopefully two will be able to stick around. It's the Minka Fitzpatrick return game too. So he goes back to Miami, and I don't know. Some guys go back and play against their old team and have a little extra oomph. Um, all all the trends here just point to the under. Um, the under has hit three and one and two is four starts this season, except for that crazy game in Baltimore. Um, the under is three and zero on Miami at home, and the under is three and zero in primetime last week too. It was uh, <laughs> there not not a lot of good games last week under the lights. Uh, we saw the under go um, you know a perfect three and zero, and it's I believe like eighteen and six or something, some crazy number overall. Um, I, I should double check that, but it's the basically primetime is equal under time. And 44 and a half is one of those perfect numbers if you like the under. And I even see a 45 there. So uh, I would definitely lock that in. You want that 45? Totally. Under 45. I didn't really know where to go in this game. Um, but I wasn't in love with the over under. So I'm just going to pull the trigger on a six and a half and maybe we can get the dolphins to cover by a touchdown Ooh. at home. It does seem know. as though I don't care who's playing quarterback. Tyree kill is open for 150 yards every game. I, I do sure. not expect that to happen again this week, but if that doesn't, then you're just going to leave some of their other weapons open. Um, everybody's a competent thrower of the football. None of them are great. Um, but it doesn't seem to really have too much of a drop-off in their offense, per se, when they rotate in and out. So I don't know that Tua finishes the game. I'm a little concerned um, from what we saw. I, re I referenced, like, the Sidney Crosby concussions in the beginning of his career and how they, they let that kid, like, not play for two years because they knew how important it was. Uh, you just don't see an adverse reaction like that all the time. I, I, I don't know. Either way, Dolphins at home minus six and a half for me. That might be a, it's one of the bets that I was the least sure about this week. So it wouldn't surprise me if it went to the L side. Although, Bears Patriots. I'll cheer for you. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I just, uh, the Dolphins, um, there's just so many question marks there. But the Steelers really looked bad the last time they were on the road, too, against Buffalo. So, uh, you know, that, that would make me feel a lot better if I, Got six and a half. Yeah, I just like to stay ahead of the number if I don't really have any conviction either way. Well, that um, makes sense. Bears Patriots. Does Matt get his job back? Uh, you know, this is a funny thing. It's a Super Bowl twenty rematch, so that's uh, we got that here. Um, I, this is a uh, sort of like the Drew Bledsoe Tom Brady situation. You know, Drew Bledsoe Tom Brady was a late round pick, you know, uh, it, maybe Bill Belichick has struck lightning twice again. Uh, Zappi was lighting it up at Western Kentucky last season and he looked like a, a tremendous college quarterback, but for the pros, I, I didn't really see a conference USA quarterback come into the NFL and just lighten things up. But uh, this offense has been on fire, 67 points, offensive points the last two weeks. Um, the Patriots are actually fun to watch again. Are it they was Detroit and Cleveland? We'll, we'll just side note that. 
This is true, but still, it's an NFL team, and he's a six-round pick, you know, fifth fifth round pick. Um, this number is all the, all over the board, though. Uh, seven and a half, eight and a half. I know the Bears are bad, but I don't know if they're that bad. Um, they have scored just twenty-nine or forty-one points in the past three. Uh, that's not a lot of offense, but. 39.5 is a really low number for the over. Um, I would like to take the over and just kind of hope for the best. Hope for the the Patriots keep catching lightning in the bottle with Zappy. Uh, Zappy Fields. I'm sure the uh, Troy Aikman and Joe Buck are going to love that matchup. Uh, I saw the previews for this game and I'm like, Ugh. man, I remember Monday night used to be like the night. And some of the matchups, I wish they would start flexing some of these games out because they're pretty bad. Um, do you think the Bears can score 17 points? Uh, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. That's fair. That makes me feel even better about my choice. Maybe. <laughs> I'm, I'm t- we talked about this 40 number being, being kind of ugly and low. Um, and then I talked about that 38 number being just too disgusting. Yeah. 40 is probably about my minimum here. That 23-17 game, something around that area. Um, but I don't I don't feel like the Bears can score. Uh, I see Belichick's on some overrun his last five in, in Foxborough. Um, that is what it is. There we had another Detroit game. Um, are the, the Patriots aren't going to be able to score. They're not going to put up 30. No, so if that's I can get out of here good. at 2614 at worst, I mean, like, I really feel like their ceiling's probably 24 points. And I, I didn't even look at their team total. Oh, I, I definitely don't love the over. But if I was going to do anything, I would take the Bears and the points. But um, I, I just, again, we were talking we're about force the, you. You got to take one. Yeah, we were talking about the primetime games and everything and how they won under last week. Um, I don't know. Man. I like maybe the I just train on those primetime games. Maybe because the uh, Zappy threw up 38 against the Browns last week and against Browns. But um, I just like what I've been seeing from this offense. And Ramondre Stevenson's running the ball really well. Um, you know, we, we, we haven't talked about him yet either. He's another guy who looks like a, a legitimate star um, since Damian Harris went down. I will still take the over 39 and a half. I won't love it, but I will officially go with that. Oh, I like it. We're we're dueling. This is the <laughs> only game we're actually on like opposite opposite yeah, sides. That's funny night. You say you gotta gotta have some fun. That's right, that's right. All right, well that's gonna close it out. You got anything else you wanna add here for the uh, week seven? No, no, the uh the week seven games are not as exciting as uh, we've seen in the past. Like uh, the Bills Chiefs really look forward to it. I don't really look forward to one particular game this week. Um, if anything, um, I would kind of go lightly and, and and wait until next week. I think, uh, you know, we have some exciting teams that are off this week, including like the Vikings. Uh, they're, they're five and one. They've been in a fun team to watch. I think next week is going to be, uh, a much better slate. Some of these games are going to be hard to watch, but uh, when you have winners, that makes it worth watching a, a little bit more. <laughs> Do you have uh, one game you want to put your stamp of approval on here as your favorite pick of the week? Uh, probably that 
Uh, San Francisco, the Kansas City minus two and a half. I, I kind of I like that a lot. Any of the two and a halves, in fact, um, are are good. I kind of liked uh, the Tennessee one against the Colts too, minus two and a half. That was. I, I still can't believe that that number's so low. The Colts are just bad. I'm going to do something I shouldn't do. You should never make a um, a parlay SGP teaser your favorite play, but. I do love the uh, Jets plus seven and a half and the under 44 and a half here for the uh, Denver and Jets game. Yeah, th- those Jets are, you know, they're they're playing some really good football. And I, I like the depth that they have on, on offense. I mean, Brees Hall, he, he looks amazing. Michael Carter's a decent guy to come in there and give him a breather. Uh, they're a really fun team. And I think once the pass game gets going with Wilson to Wilson, I, I think that I don't think they're going away. Absolutely. All right. Well, that's going to end it for us. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you guys again next week. We're out. All right. Have a good one, man.